1: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast this afternoon. We're going to just take a deep dive into these two sides, the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. One of the best storylines to come out of both of these is that they have got so many local juniors in their footy team, so many guys that have come through their systems. Obviously the Penrith Panthers, we've been talking about this for two years now. You've got a heap of guys that have come through together playing Harold Matts, SG Ball, under-20s, you name it. They've been all the way through together, which has been massive, a massive part of their success and it's very rare to find in Rugby League. The South Sydney Rabbitohs hasn't been as publicised because they didn't have guys that came through in the exact same teams. They're sort of a couple of years apart, all of them but there's about 8 or 9 guys that are local juniors that came through the South Sydney system and have gone on to first grade. So both teams uh, they've got so many narratives like this it's unreal to see and look I just went through today, you would have seen on my post uh, earlier today on my Instagram page I found a couple of pictures of um, Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker, the South Sydney Halves, the two guys they're relying on to win this Premiership, all the way back in 2008, playing against each other in the Arrival Live Cup, Adam Reynolds. He was actually the 18th man for Matraville Sports. I'm not sure who the halfback was. I think it might have been Matty Hands, but the halfback got ruled out, and it meant that Adam Reynolds had to come in. I believe he was only in year 9, sorry, year 10 or year 11 at that point. So, for Adam Reynolds coming to the Arrival Live Cup Grand Final, a big test for him. Cody Walker, he was the halfback on the other side of the field, obviously playing for Palm Beach, Currumbin, PBC up there on the Gold Coast, one of the most famous rugby league schools in our country, if not the most famous realistically. Matto Sports was huge back then. All of the Roosters and the Bunny Stars went to Matto Sports, sort of fallen off the radar a little bit from what I've gathered now, but some some sensational players that were playing in that game as well. Cody Walker's halves partner was Jordan Rankin, uh, who of course had already played first grade at that point, so pretty Crazy to think Adam Reynolds coming up against Jordan Rankin when he's in year 10 or so playing against Jordan Rankin, who had already played first grade. So, pretty crazy narrative. But back to our point of our local juniors and whatnot, I was looking through some of the SG ball teams over the last few years. And obviously, with these guys, I went back to about 2014, 2015, 2016 to have a look at the SG ball size that were lining up. And It's pretty impressive, some of the guys I found. Let's go back to the 2015 SG Ball sides. Now, the Penrith Panthers, for them, running around in 2015 SG Ball, they had Mitch Kenny, who's obviously on their reserves bench at the moment. He potentially could come in onto their bench in their starting 17, though. So keep an eye on Mitch Kenny. The other one is, of course, Brian Toto, their star winger, who was so important to their side. These two guys were in the 2015 SG Ball squad. You have a look at the South Sydney squad, though. Not all of these guys are in the 17 this week, but they've all been in the squad this year. You've got Josh Cook, the hooker who was just signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs. He's come through the La Perouse system over there. You've got Campbell Graham, starting center. You've got Dean Hawkins. He's played halfback a couple of times this year for the Bunnies, another Matraville sports junior. And then you've got Cam Murray as well, the mascot junior. So, from that 2015 SG Ball squad, there are four guys that are in the first grade squad now. A pretty impressive number there from the Bunnies. Two from the Panthers 2015 squad. Let's move to 2016, the SG ball squad for the Penrith Panthers. And this is where it gets interesting. They're halves. Funnily enough, Jerome Luai at seven, Nathan Cleary at six. So this is where it all started for these guys. I believe they did win the SG ball in 2016. But Cleary and Jerome Luai, this is the key partnership we've been talking about for a couple of years now. They were the SG ball halves for the Penrith Panthers in 2016. Only four years later, they would be Grand finalists halves pairing in the 2020 grand final and potentially in a few days time they could be premiership winning halves together only five years after partnering up with each other in an SG ball grand final simply incredible also in the second row for that team was Liam Martin from the Penrith Panthers who was also in their starting 17 interesting to see whether he does start this weekend or not but no doubt he will play a crucial role couple of other guys that are in this side that aren't in this team anymore but have played first grade you've obviously also got Wade Egan he was the hooker in this side he was at the Panthers up until a couple of years ago. They let him go. Reed Izzard is another guy that's in this side too. Let's have a look at the Rabbitohs team. So their 2016 SG ball side, Cam Murray's the first name that you see. He obviously played two years of SG ball, just showing the sort of caliber of player Cameron Murray was. I've said a number of times he played for the mascot Jets, the local club closest to me. So I saw a lot of Cam Murray playing when he was growing up. He's one of those guys that everyone knew he was going to play first grade from the moment they saw him. He's just an incredible. incredible talent, Cam Murray. Another guy that was in that team is another mascot junior, so played at the same club as Cam Murray in the same team. I think they were a year or two apart, but Keon Kulamantungi he quite often played up. They were actually coached by Darren Brown, who is the co-host of Rabbitohs Radio, former Rabbitohs, Canterbury Bulldogs and Penrith Panthers player. He's been on our podcast a couple of times now. So the 2016 SG Ball Squad for the Bunnies featured Keon Kulamantungi tungy and Cam Murray. Uh, Some other guys that were in this team... He was actually the skipper. He was in the second row. Gabe Hamlin, who was in the South Sydney system, got himself in a bit of trouble, went over to England. I believe he's back now. I'm not sure if he's playing or not. But those are the guys that featured in the 2016 one, obviously headlined by Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, and then, of course, Cam Murray. Let's go to the 2017 SG ball squads. And for the Panthers, pretty damn impressive. We'll start with the South Sydney Rabbitohs first. They only have one player who came out of this side and is in their current squad. Uh, and he's not in their starting team either. He's in their squad. He's the replacement hooker. It is Peter Mamazelis. Now, Mamazellas, obviously, a guy that's done really well. He's come through uh, the Maris College School in Pagewood in South Sydney. Uh, Mamazellas, obviously, he was always behind Josh Cook. And my understanding always was that South Sydney liked Josh Cook more. But apparently that narrative has switched over the last few months. Josh Cook has obviously left now. Peter Mamazelos, when he's come in to play first grade behind Damien Cook, he's done a really good job. So they've probably got him earmarked for the nine jersey after Damien Cook. If not, there will be a lot of clubs that will be questioning uh, his management team about where his future is. He's the only guy that actually come from that Souths 2017 side, funnily enough. But the Panthers 2017 side, now they're fullback. He's in the squad, but he will not play this weekend. Charlie Staines, he was their fullback. Uh, you've actually got Zach Sini on one wing, who's obviously the Cougar, playing over at the West Tigers at the moment. One of the centers, though, Stephen Crichton. Uh, we compared him to at the start of last year, a young GI or a young uh, Israel Folau. I think you're starting to see that skill set sort of start to shine through. Now, pretty impressive. Charlie Staines, a fullback. Stephen Crichton, the centers. The 5'8 was Matt Burton. So a guy that is now a premier center in our game. I mean, the 2017 SG Ball site had a first-grade centre in Stephen Crichton and a first-grade centre also in Matt Burton playing at 5'8". So it would have been one hell of a squad to handle. Just having a look through the rest of that squad if anyone else has gone on to play first-grade. Sean Bloor was the lock forward. I imagine he must have been a massive handful. I know that the Panthers, Panthers were devastated when they lost uh, Sean Bloor. So that would have been a handy side. Charlie Stain, Zach Seney, Stephen Crichton, Matty Burton and Sean Bloor, they would have been a force to be reckoned with that Panthers side, as they always are. Look, guys, so many juniors have come through the pathways here, and there would probably be more realistically if I went even deeper into those teams. I just chose those three years because I knew that was around about the time that obviously Cleary and Loi played. I knew there'd be a couple of bunnies like Cam Murray and stuff, but it's just shown how important it is to build your junior pathways. I was talking to Isaac John. You might have heard this on the YKTR podcast, and he said to me, is it the cheapest way to build a club? And I said, it's the cheapest way, but good God, it's hard. It is hard to keep that many young guys together. it is hard to work out which of those players are going to be the good ones you know I hear people all the time getting stuck into the Tigers getting stuck into the Broncos I mean you know you see these guys and they're young and you have to make a decision who's going to have the better career I always hear people say oh Brisbane let Cam Smith go what idiots but You know, when he was probably 16, 17, Cameron Smith, the stuff that he was doing would have been hard to work out that he was going to be an all-time great realistically. There would have been other running hookers with huge attacking games with unbelievable...
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: running games, passing games and everything that you can probably tend to overlook these guys sometimes. It's a lot harder than what it seems picking the right guys out of junior systems that you can build a first-grade system around over the next few years. We all bagged Phil Gould a couple of years ago when he said the five-year plan. Well, about seven years after that, they're now in two grand finals in a row. So the bloke sort of knew what he was doing. Once again, talking to Isaac John the other day, he was at the Panthers, I want to say 2012 or 2011, around that mark, and he sort of said that, you know, they had a heap of guys that that weren't really worth much money, but they were just filling in gaps. And he sort of said in retrospect, he thought they were filling in gaps essentially because the Panthers knew they had this big crop of guys coming up. And, I mean, if you would have looked at the Penrith Panthers junior system about six or seven years ago, the number one guy you would have said, and people will say, oh, it's Nathan Cleary for sure, but the number one guy people would have said was Bryce Cartwright. He was a could-not-miss talent. He came into first grade. He was unreal. He was the one junior that could win any game of football, from Harold Matthews to SG Ball. It didn't matter. He was the best, Bryce Cartwright. It, of course, hasn't panned out the way that we all expected in first grade. And everyone's happy to bag him and say his shit and everything, but this is how hard it can be when you are looking at these guys in juniors. If you would have put a 16 year old Cameron Smith next to a 16 year old Bryce Carrite and said one of these is going to be the best ever, you would not have even you wouldn't have even considered choosing Cameron Smith. That's how good Bryce Cartwright was and this is how hard it is to get your junior development right and people will be laughing at that and saying it's ridiculous but I'm telling you, if you were there to see Bryce Cartwright, if you weren't, talk to someone that was and you'll understand what I'm talking about. An unreal footballer at that age just shows that he's a classic example of how hard it is to pick who's going to be the goods and who isn't. Cameron Smith as a junior, he probably wouldn't have stood out a heap realistically because he wasn't the biggest he wasn't the strongest, he wasn't the fastest whereas Bryce Cartwright was the biggest and the most skillful so it helps him to stand out heaps it's a really hard balancing act to get right these two teams though, the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs they've done a really good job of it both of them have more local juniors that are sitting in their extended squad all the guys I just listed for South Sydney you know a heap of guys like Hawkins like Mamazellas these sort of guys that they're on the fringe of coming in Blake Taff as well and they're just waiting for their next opportunity to come along. There's a heap of them at the Penrith Panthers as well. You're looking at Isaac Tago and these sort of guys. Unreal narrative by both clubs. It's fantastic to see two clubs that invest into their juniors, invest time, money, effort into their juniors, get rewarded with an appearance on grand final day and hopefully a premiership.